You're listening to Yellow Packaging by Justlyn and Colton. We're two Asians born and raised in Vancouver, living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing, about something, and about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back, listen up, and get a new view on what it's like. Get a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. To live in Vancouver. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. This is Yellow Packaging. Episode 11. Episode 11. In is case you forgot. Yeah. I'm Colton. And I'm Jesslid. Happy uh, New Year. Happy New Year. 2018. It's 2018. We you know what I haven't done yet is mess up the seven <laughs> and the eight yet. Same here. I've, I normally, like, looking back at my, my, my journal, my diary yeah. from last year, I went from 2017 and I started writing 2016. So I definitely <laughs> screwed up last year. But You're this year, stupid. I haven't done it yet. Yeah, I haven't done it at all. Maybe because we were just so ready to have 2017 over with. Yeah, and you're so ready to go back in time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, maybe we're just like accepting of 2018. We're yeah. just like, hey, I think I'm 2018 ready. is going to be a great year. Well, like when I think back, 2017 wasn't a shitty year or anything, but... A lot like, happened yeah, in 2017. A lot happened in 2017, so... A lot of shit that went down in 2017. Yeah, so 2018 is going to be a much better year. It's going to be a different year. Yeah, and Oprah made it clear on the Golden Globes that 2018 was the year of the female. Yeah, time's up, boys. Yeah, exactly. Did you see that? I um, watched, like, I watched... I didn't watch video. the Golden Globes. I watched the, like, uh, the, the talk... Because what spurred me to look into it was... People saying Oprah was running for president in 2020. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what is this talk about Oprah running for president? And then I realized it was connected to the Golden Globes. So, yeah. It's so good. You watched it, right? I did watch it. Can you sum it up in like uh, it was her... five sentences? <laughs> she recapped um, sort of women empowerment, how people told their stories. And the, the best truth you can give is your truth. Right. Um, so she like talked about that, how for men, time's up. Yeah. Talked about, I forgot the woman's name, but it was like in, I think, the 40s or something. She was raped by five or six white men. Mm -hmm. They were never convicted. And she just passed away like 10 days ago. Yeah. Uh, So she talked about that. But the whole thing was so empowering. And you could just see the audience, all the celebrities and actors' faces um, just in awe of her. Right. And then in turn, I was just like, "Eh, I'm a baby (laughs) now. (laughs) I just could not stop crying. It's so moving. That's amazing. Yeah, you have to watch it. I don't think New York Times has it posted, but I'm sure you can find it somewhere else. Yeah, I'm sure it's like, I, I saw like a bit of it already. Yeah. There wasn't a full clip, but I'm sure there's a full clip floating around. I think there's somewhere. even a transcript of it. Yeah. And even that, just reading it will make you emotional. Mm-hmm. Thing is, I never watched the Golden Globes really this year either. Right. Yeah, I don't really watch those like the Emmys, the Oscars, the Golden Globes. I, I don't know. I don't really find them interesting. I used to because... Maybe I was, like, born into watching films, yeah, and then I'd care about who yeah. won or not, yeah. Um, but now I don't care. Do you think Oprah would make a good president? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think she's got the whole women empowerment down. Yeah. Um, but also, I read this other article where there's, these are the few times Oprah's fucked up, and right. one of them was, like, Dr. Phil. Um, what do you mean, like, fucked up? Well, fucked up, I guess, society, by endorsing doctors, like, Dr. Phil. Yeah. Dr. Oz, these um, like more commercialized doctors. Yeah. I think the other one was Jenny McCarthy. She endorsed Jenny McCarthy? Well, she said supported her ideals, I guess, or ideas about vaccination. Yeah. Well, she has. I know that's hard to I guess she's entitled to her opinions, right? And 
I think for somebody like of her stature, she's going to want to promote her opinions to the audience because listen, and it's not like they're bad opinions per se, right? It's just her idea of what she thinks is the right. And half the time she is pretty spot on with things, right? I mean, she wouldn't be the big mogul that she is if she was. Oh, totally. She's very into like self-improvement. Yes. Yeah. Self-love. Yeah. These are all very positive totally. things. You can't really mess that up. For sure. Um, but yeah, I guess those are Golden Globes. And then John John Franco. <laughs> I guess I'm not a fan anymore. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> James Franco. <laughs> What's his face? <laughs> <laughs> that guy. You know the one. Right. Um, so he, I think he received a Golden Globe for... That disaster movie? Yes. Really? That movie. I haven't seen it yet, so I guess Apparently, I on it. he is like... He does such a great job of being becoming that yeah. character or that person. Yeah. It's like uncanny. Right. But now some allegations against James Franco has come up too, which is like, oh gosh, you too, James <laughs> Franco. Thought the Backstreet Boys one was bad, but him too. Yeah. But apparently one the one who's accused him yeah. also dated him. Yeah, that's interesting. How does it, that work? Then? I don't know. Yeah. It's like sometimes you don't know if yeah. it's just you know, for publicity or... Totally. ...to show. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember if I was listening to a podcast or um, just some article I was reading, but they were talking about, like, this whole issue with, like, uh, female harassment and sexual harassment in the industry, right? And how it's, like, such a big topic right now. And the, the discussion was, don't make this a trendy thing. Make this a thing that is, like, a relevant issue. Yeah. An important issue. That has to get solved because if it gets turned into a trendy thing, like an yeah, Instagram, cool social media like, thing, yeah. a hashtag, you know, don't turn it into a fad because if it turns into a fad, fads to fade away. And if this happens, it's going to really fuck up the any female kind of male. Yeah, yeah, any kind of progress. It's going to really cause a regression, if anything. And I think it's so important, like as great as social media is to like spread awareness and improve communication of this topic, right? Yeah. It could also go the complete opposite where it could become so trendy that eventually just fades away. No, I think that's true. And I think it's really scary that, you know, that there is so much, I want to say hype, but just a lot of talk. But I just want to make sure that the right conversations are being had and like, people are taking it seriously and they're not just not they're not just making it a not me too kind of thing to themselves even though me too is a thing (laughs) hashtag me too but not like me also can i join this club yeah yeah so no i get what you mean i think it's very important you know and it's this is a make or break moment i feel like i think right now i don't feel like it's out there to be like a trendy thing yeah like it's something you you know you just jump on the bandwagon totally, and it's such a touchy subject, it's such is. a personal one too. Yeah, for someone like okay, this James Franco thing, where like his girlfriend also, mm. the situation was, and I just read a few bits of this article because it's starting to get annoying. Yeah, but he wasn't. He just had his like dick out. Yeah, and then just like was trying to push her head down. Yeah, like okay, that's. Not fun. That's no. not fun in a relationship but, or as like a joke. But they were in a relationship. Yeah. And I don't know James Franco. I don't know this girl. But they, he seems like a jokey yeah. kind of prankster kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I know. It's like I want to make like I'm not saying that you shouldn't come forward if you feel like you are 
you are even like, victimized, you're victimized yeah. or whatever. But at the same time, all it takes is just one, not, I guess not all it takes, but if enough people create like over-exaggerated stories, it's going to dilute how serious the issue is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really hard enough for women to say their story and be like, oh no, you're such a, li- oh, because you're wearing that outfit or it's because like whatever yeah. reason. And I'm like, not saying like that's, them. I'm not saying that's the reason to discard them, but a lot of, I think a lot of, not saying that it's true, but I do feel like there is a possibility that a female could take advantage of this for fame or, you know yes. what I mean, to, to get published in a, a news article or something like that. You know what is I mean? there any example where someone has come out with some, like a fabricated rendition of an event that was entirely false, but became famous out of it? Um, I guess not. Do, is there? Has there? I, no, I don't. Because like what other reason... Would someone put themselves out there if yeah. it was a lie, too? Like, yeah. I feel like they've got more to lose mm-hmm. by putting something false out yeah. there. Yeah, that's true. Let's just make sure that, let's hope not make sure that this thing doesn't turn in, it's not a fad, but it's an ongoing issue that continues to be brought up and continues to have the spotlight on it. Because if it fades away, man, that's going to suck. It would suck. Because, like, another thing, too, and I think someone like Ivanka Trump who retweeted the Oprah speech and was like, yeah, time's up. Like she just joined that bandwagon and everyone's like, um, go check your dad. Yeah, exactly. He's dealing with his own shit right now. Yeah, for sure. And she's like, me too. (laughs) Yeah, guys, I'm on your team. Yeah. Like you look so foolish, girl. No doubt. They are crazy. Yeah. So Besides that, how was... Um, I guess the holidays. How holidays. were the holidays? I saw yeah. you on the holidays. I know. We actually spent a lot of time together on the <laughs> holidays did. this time. Christmas Day was crazy, though. Yeah, everything was a lot was of work on Christmas Day. <laughs> and, yeah, I wonder, like, I, I think this year it really got me questioning what the holidays are all about, you know? And what does it really mean to celebrate the holidays? I find that people tend to get so stressed out from it. And, I don't know, it's like, are the holidays what they are anymore when you're an adult? When I was a kid, it was great, but yeah. now that I'm older, I'm, the joy has kind of fizzled out for what the holidays but are But for what about. reason? Remember what, what Babette was saying about decolonizing? Yeah, like the meaning of it, right? So what does it mean to it? you? Why are you doing what you're doing? Why so many gifts? Why X amount of dollars need to send? Why the tree? Why all, all these things? Yeah, exactly. It's like, why are we... And the thing is, like, it's like we can question it all we want, you know, and we could... Not boy, yeah, boycott it for all we want. But at the same time, it's like the mass majority of people are, they still fall victim to, not fall victim, but they're still slave to the traditions, you know, and oh. the standards. Do you mean uh, shopping? Yeah. Receiving gifts? Yeah. Being showered by gifts? Yeah. Christmas trees? Yeah. Santa Claus? Yeah. So this is what I learned. I've always wanted to give like meaningful gifts because also my family loves the gifts. Yeah. They love everything yeah. about that aspect of Christmas. Yeah. So the previous year, so not this Christmas, but the year before. Remember, I made all those keychains. Yeah, those were a hit. Yeah, for your you guys, for like everyone outside my family. I I don't even think I see y'all. I don't see one keychain on your keychain. Hey, you guys hear that? She does not appreciate that you're not using those damn keychains. Blood, sweat, and tears went into <laughs> them. Okay. Mostly sweat. Yeah. It's a lot of sweat in those. <laughs> but that's also like value. Maybe they have more value. They feel like they have more value in something that you can purchase. Right. That they're looking for. Yeah. Specifically. Right. They're not specifically looking for a handmade, handcrafted, personalized keychain. You know what I mean? Because it used to bug me. Now I'm just like, well, that's that's that. That's where I put my value. This is yeah. where they're putting their value. Yeah. No, I hear you. So... I- I think, yeah, values is definitely an important thing that, that is brought up during Christmas, you know, and like 
values and perspectives on what your idea of the holidays are about, you know? Yeah. I think for me personally, it's more about the quality time spent and I don't know, the, the feelings and the experiences and the yeah, the sharing, you know. The stuff I mean? you can't buy. Yeah, the stuff that you can't buy. But I think with the mass majority of the people and corporate marketing and all that kind of shit, it's kind of been corrupted into something that it really isn't. Next year I'm just gonna make cards. Yeah. At a popsicle stick. I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna make macaroni necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've always wanted one of those. Exactly. Can't wait for my own. So yeah, that was Christmas. We spent Christmas Eve together. Oh, that's right. Christmas we spent Day. Christmas Day together. We watched the best movie in all the yeah. land. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll save that for later, though. Yeah, fuck, I hate that movie. <laughs> what did you do for New Year's? New Year's, I went to my sister's. They oh, had yes. a party. Yeah, how was um, that? So much fun. I yeah. wish you came. It was good because it had a little bit of karaoke. Yeah. They had a bar pit in the backyard. Nice. So you roasted marshmallows. Amazing. Um, Were you I didn't drink, so I watched <laughs> everyone else drink, and they looked like they had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a lot of food there, so yeah. like I got my food on. Do you find that like during celebrations and holidays that being pregnant, being what? what are you now, seven months pregnant? What is 29 weeks? Is that seven months? Yeah, like rough. Four, seven, 29 divided by four. Carry the one. Yeah, it's, it's about seven months. Yeah, yeah. roughly seven months. Um, do you have a, a, a FOMO? I was going to say feeling of FOMO, but does that make sense? I don't know. No, FOMO. I do have fear of missing out a little bit. Like, especially now. Coleman's, like, work party, they always have, like, an open bar. Yeah. They always have, like, really great food. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I'm missing out on that. And when it comes to these sort of celebrations, especially around the holidays now, where everyone is doing it at almost every chance they get, yeah. then I do. Because it's like, oh, you're fun at the beginning of night. You're kind of like, they're not really chatty. And then, whoa, they're having so much fun. <laughs> and there's you sipping on water. Yeah, with uh, soda. Soda? With a little bit of Pellegrino. Oh, soda. Just, and uh, just like Clementine or okay. whatever it was. I was like, so, <laughs> so soda. And more soda. <laughs> I'm wild during the holidays. <laughs> a splash of Pellegrino, please. <laughs> so, yeah. And then we were at the Lido, not like um, yeah. last weekend. And, um, some... Yeah, it's kind of funny that you, you like, you st- even though you don't drink, you still go to drinking establishments. Yeah, I'm so cool. Yeah. I'll have a soda with a splash of Pellegrino, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. please. <laughs> Extra non flavored. Thank you very much. The Lido's no different one, though, because that is purely like a drinking establishment. Yeah, they totally. don't serve food yeah you can get chips for a dollar right but like other than that you can bring your own food yeah they don't care if they're just like this is a place to drink yeah exactly my dirty sofa <laughs> so did you bring like a whole feast with you so one of the guys just ran across the street and i think it's not h mart it's like another korean so he just brought a bunch of korean snacks oh that's nice munched on that and then um i think if you're not drinking alcohol you drink for free because i didn't pay for a single drink and i mean? got all the lemons i want i mean all the limes Okay, so that's um, that was your New Year's Eve. So it's New Year's, New Year's Eve, Eve, and Eve then week. what did you do? This is the second year in a row now where I've actually been in bed by the time like <laughs> twelve o'clock hits. I'm like already ready to go to sleep. Yeah, I've, I think I've lost all motivation to celebrate New Year's Eve. Uh, just another. I don't know. It's too too much hype. Yeah, and I think with all those like I guess New Year's Eve and Halloween are two of the bigger party holidays right i think when there's lots of pressure to do something and you're always getting asked what are you doing yeah those are the times when i'm like resist. i don't want, i resist i don't want to do anything i don't know why and i i don't know i it was quite nice i just so i did go for dinner with um holly my cousin yeah and 
we went just for like a nice Japanese dinner. And then, yeah, I was like 1030 hit and I was like, yeah, I'm going home. See you later. <laughs> this feels like bedtime. Yeah, exactly. And it was it was nice. I was kind of glad that I was able to be in bed at a reasonable, reasonable hour. Of course. Yeah, I get those. In my jammies. Totally. Yeah. But then maybe that's another thing where you ask yourself, like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Why? I understand it's like bringing the new year, but why this and yeah, why that? Totally. So New Year's Day was actually really nice. Um, I met up with Holly again and we hiked Cray Rock. Oh, how was that? And that was actually really fun. I really enjoyed that. See, to me, that is like a good time. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why. Like New Year's Eve, I don't give a fuck about. But New Year's Day, like hiking Cray Rock, that was such a good idea. And well, it was that's so how you're nice. kicking off yeah. 2018. I really liked it. So I was really happy with it. Was that. it nice that day? I don't remember. Uh, it was a bit foggy, but it was still nice even with all the fog. So yeah. Well, see, that's a way better way to bring in the new year. Yeah. I don't want to be hungover. No. Yeah. Frick, to nurse that in the new year? Yuck. Totally. So yeah, that's kind of, I guess the holidays in a nutshell. We're now in our, what, second week? Third week of January? Yeah, second so, week. January. We're well into today. 2018. Not well into. <laughs> well into January, in. I guess, yeah. Oh my goodness. But we're past the start line. That's true. Okay, yeah. that I will agree to. That <laughs> okay. I will agree to. So, so wait, that's... just before we before we move on to anything else, what? give us an update on my niece. Bon yes. Quiqui. Bon Quiqui. <laughs> uh, she's uh, she's doing really well. Really, really well. Really, yeah. really, 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 really well. <laughs> she's got like... tongue tied. She's like, girl, don't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> Felt very Larry David at that moment. <laughs> Um, I did have my midwife appointment uh, this past Friday. Oh, nice. So my diabetes thing, every che- everything checked out. I'm oh, like, nice. A-OK. So no diabetes. No diabetes. It's <laughs> amazing. I'm so, la- I'm so happy, especially because we binge ate McDonald's yeah. <laughs> the day before my test. And also, um, you've been celebrating with Banana Split. Oh, I have been. Oh, my gosh. That's my sweet at the end of this. Actually, Sorry. you know what? Who cares? I'll just say it right now. Banana Splits are the best. Like from Dairy Queen. I gotta try it. Yeah, and their whipped cream. I think it's more cool whip than it is whipped cream. <laughs> right. But um, it's the same kind of whipped cream that they have on their ice cream cakes. Hot diggity. So good. And then if you ask for extra, they don't charge you extra. Oh, what? Extra cool whip? Yeah, extra whipped cream. <laughs> um, and the bonus of this, because you don't, I don't know if you get this with a lot of banana splits, but the pineapple. Is it real pineapple? Well, it's probably like canned, yeah. not fresh. Right. I didn't see her Can slicing we ask for- of it. Fresh pineapple. That might cost us extra. <laughs> That's fine. I'm okay with the catch it too. Well, I'm happy to hear that Bon Quiqui hasn't given you diabetes. Didn't give me diabetes. And also, another thing I was asking her was like, you know how some moms get that ugly belly button yeah. pop thing? Yeah. She thinks I might not. Oh. Because she said I have strong abdominal muscles. Show me your belly button. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shy. <laughs> I'll show you later. Okay. Well, thank you for the update. Thank you. I also want to let you know that, as you, as every, as everybody in our family knows, my cousin Zerlina also just yeah. had her baby boy. Shout out! Shout out to Emrys. Emrys. It was Emrys or Emrys. That Emrys. Emrys. Yes. Sorry. Or it could be Emrys. I'm still trying to figure out how to pronounce his name. It's. I haven't I'm, met him yet. It's, it's a new name. So yeah, but he's super adorable. Did you meet him? Yeah, I met him. Oh. And it's it's weird seeing my cousin with a kid. But it's something I'll get used to. <laughs> I'll manage. I'll deal with it. <laughs> oh my god, are you okay, Colton? Are you I'm a bit be shaken. Okay? <laughs> you know, I cry myself to sleep sometimes, but I think I'll be okay. You're so strong. Yeah. But You're a strong person. He's cute. He's a little halfer. Yeah. Emery's. That's so really cool. So here's something. I'm going to just jump in. Yeah. Halfers. Halfers. So you're telling this 
this kid is not a whole person by saying he's half. Uh, well, I don't. I'm not referring to person specifically. I'm referring to a race, his ethnicity. Yes, I think people get offended by there's yeah. nothing to get PC about, but yeah. like being halfer. Yeah, because it implies that you're not a whole. Yeah, that's true. I guess maybe that is an offensive term to use. Um, I only say that because this library hosted an event called Halferpalooza. No, yeah. <laughs> Half, Halfpalooza. <laughs> no, I'll get the real yeah. name. But okay. there is where they talked about like mixed races. Yeah. and how that term like sometimes offends them. Right. I didn't and know it was like an issue. I've never. I get, but I guess I should be more careful about what I say then around my little nephew. Although I realize I shouldn't be calling him my nephew. He's actually my second cousin. But anyways, Emery's. I should be more sensitive around how I refer to him. I don't. I didn't. I don't come from a negative space. I come from like a. I think half her babies are really cute. Yeah. No. I because I'm all also calling them yeah. hoppers. The thing. The term was actually it's hapapalooza. Half a palooza. Hapa. Hapa. Oh yeah. Um, mixed race art. Um, heart artists. They all come together and they do this hybrid experience. They've had it. They host it at the library. Cool. Uh, we missed the one that happened this year. But anyways, that was just a hapa <laughs> is a Hawaiian term describe people with mixed race Got identity. It. Maybe I'll call him hapa. Yeah. Call instead him of hapa. Cool. Uh, so that's a little side note, side a little note. VPL shout-out, too. There you go. <laughs> cool. Uh, but yeah, Hapas are so cute. Yeah, I know. And I think he's going to be a really cute boy, so I can't wait to be best friends with him. For me, Would he I call miss- you uncle? He, I think, to simplify things, he'll call me uncle, yeah. yeah. Just, it you know, the, the legalities or whatever and traditions of titles are kind of, at this point, a bit weird. So we're just going to call it, we're just going to keep it simple. He's my nephew, I'm his uncle. Yeah, that makes the most sense to me, yeah. too. But Bon Quickly will call me uncle, too, though. Yeah, but wouldn't he call you, like, wouldn't she call you, what's the Chinese? Uh, I don't think he'll call me, but I would prefer. What bon is it? Uh, Kao Fu. Oh, you don't want to be called Kao Fu? No. Uh, no, we're calling you Kao <laughs> <laughs> She will never know your real name. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see if Bon Quickly and Emery's will be, like, best buds. I wonder too, because yeah. he'll be so close in age. Yeah. Plus, there's the other your other cousin. Yeah, Matt and Daniela's kid. Daniela, um, Matt and Daniela's April, right? Yeah. So like really, really, literally a month after you. Yeah. Well, look at that. I know it's crazy. They're all gonna be the same age. It's gonna be so crazy. My kid's gonna be the smartest. Of course, of course. And the tallest. <laughs> and the fastest. Yeah. Uh, maybe I don't know. She could be the slowest. <laughs> don't say that. She could be, but even, she even could if be she is the slowest, you should strong tell her in other. No, you're right. You do what you she, do. Make sure she grows up a confident woman. She'll be sassy. Yeah, I love it. I'll teach her some sass. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure she's. She'll pick that up right away. I can't wait to be best friends with her. Name's not Bond Quickly. I just call her that. <laughs> Q U I. Yeah. Q U I. Exactly. Get it right. Bond Queen. All right. That's my baby. So I think we we caught up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Feel good. I, I, I think so. Okay. So should we move on to some topics? Some topics. Yeah. There's a few that I um I've come across. Okay. One that was most interesting. Okay. Is sort of a follow up to um an earlier episode. I forget okay. which one it, what episode it was, but it was oh. <laughs> where I talk about ride. Right. I think that was probably episode. four. Four. You were still kind of drunk on that one, so it was... mm, I've been drunk <laughs> probably from episode one to maybe six. Yeah, I think that I think I remember that one because I I named it Jesslyn hates ride. So <laughs> keep an eye out for that one. <laughs> yeah, because um everything in that episode um just only solidifies everything I believe. Okay. 
um, oh. now and still. Okay. Uh, the Atlantic came out with an article okay. in December about uh, the parallel between religion and ride or other like fitness groups like yeah. CrossFit. Because like anytime you meet someone who's in ride, they're like, I'm in ride. Oh, I ride. Do you ride? Oh, I ride. Really? Yeah. I yet to meet people that are like And then that. there's other people who are like, you CrossFit? I CrossFit. Yeah, Do you CrossFit? Cross- Do you know CrossFit? I get it. Yeah. So it's that. It's like, do you know Jesus? I love Jesus. You've been <laughs> baptized? I'm going to take you. It's kind of that same vibe yeah. that you get from yeah. someone who is... I think I think just to be clear, you're not you're not specifically targeting like ride. Oh no, I'm just you're like just, the cycle like culture, the, yeah, or just like the the workout culture or the fitness culture. The, yeah, the, the fitness article, club cultures, I guess. Yeah, the article is called the consumerist church of fitness class. Yeah, okay, that makes more sense. So yeah, is that I get that, it? Fitness classes, yeah, it's a little more open, For but sure. I'd, I'd say specifically because yeah, I think I can relate more to like ride because of what you've been through of what yeah. i've been through Correct. so then more cycle or intercycling and then yeah the crossfit just because i've met so many people yeah. who just love to tell me about fucking yeah. crossfit <laughs> do you I crossfit? Love crossfit do you crossfit yeah do you know crossfit oh my hands hurt because of crossfit yeah uh, on tinder i swear to god if i see somebody that says they crossfit i immediately <laughs> i don't mean unless you to be you're like a couple photos i was like okay let me check out the photos okay you're ugly oh shit i just made myself sound really bad regardless crossfit is definitely like a uh, minus like two points for that i think it also falls in the line of vegan yeah if you're seeing vegan you're like "Mm." vegan's an immediate like i have to really consider it are you vegan because i'm vegan i love food too much Mm. to like date a vegan Anyways, okay, back to the article. Okay, so I'll just point out a few things. I won't get into the nitty-gritty bit. Maybe I'll just share it on our Instagram, yeah. like, and then people can um, further read yeah. on that. But then if you think about Ride, for, right. for instance, it is a little bit exclusive. Let's just say fitness class. Okay. Fitness class, classes like that, it's a little bit exclusive. Yeah. Soul cycle, you know. Soul cycle. CrossFit classes. CrossFit, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you pay a fee yeah. to join. Yeah. You know, you can, like, parallel that with ties and offering. Yeah. It's not – okay, offering is more voluntarily. Like, you can voluntarily make an offering. Yeah. But then tie – like, a ride, you have to pay yeah. to get in. <laughs> and I was just looking at prices. It's insanely expensive. So that's even more exclusive to yeah. people who can afford it. Like, yeah. just looking at um, ride, just the one here. I think it's the same for Toronto, too. Yeah. Um, one drop-in fee, $26. Correct. One ride for the whole month, unlimited, $270. <laughs> but three months, you want three months of this ride, yeah. unlimited, that's 750 Yeah. Just fucking buy a bike, ride your heart out. For sure. Just go. But that's, it's it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. I hear it's you. It's like a regular person can't just go and enjoy the- a fitness class like that. Right. So then the other thing is, like, people are coming together. They're loving the community aspect of it. Yes. Um, sure, like, some churches, for instance, like, Pentecostal, they speak in tongue. Do they it's really? Like, they can. Like, that's part of, like, their yeah. their thing that they can communicate right, in yeah. tongue. Um, and then ride or fitness class would be, like, grunting or, like, cheering yeah, or true. moaning. So Spinning then, your towel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's a thing. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Go on. So that could be like, you know, raising your hands yeah. during like a yeah. praise and worship right. or whatever. So that's where it functions like a church. Yeah. You're going together. These right. are people of like the same 
um, like-minded, yeah. focused. They're there for... One purpose, one reason. Exactly. One, one direction. And that's the same thing. One direction. Exactly. <laughs> you know when you have to go. Yeah. You know what time to be there at. You yeah. know what to expect. You know who's going to lead yeah. your service. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know the routine. So you know speak. the routine. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. And then you leave feeling great. Right. You're feeling bonded with other yeah. people. Yeah. And you're, you're uplifted. That's the same... The same aspect you get from from being at church. For sure. Right? Yeah. Um, so then it talks about that. And then there's like part of the article is just now like statistics, how people aren't attending churches. You're seeing a rise in people attending like fitness classes. Yeah. And then so then they're seeing how that's like parallel. Yeah. Um, and then there's one thing. It was Soul Cycle in LA. Yeah. Which we have here. Oh, we have one here? Yeah, we have one here. Is that... That's based out of L.A. Yeah, it's an L.A. based. And then they've... Opened. It's interesting. Yeah. Have you been to that one? No, I've been meaning to check it out, but uh, I'm kind of uh, loyal to Ride. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have Ride in my heart. I've been baptized at Ride. <laughs> Christened at Ride. <laughs> yes, at Ride. I get it. Yeah, anyways. Totally what get it. Soul Cycle? Um, no, so they had interviewed... Is that one of the bigger ones, too? Yes, it's like Okay, so they the interviewed biggest. the one of the instructors there. Yeah. And they're just saying, she won't admit or won't say this is, but for me, like you find meditation, you get yeah. into the zone yeah. right. and you're in the zone yeah. and you're only focused on what you're doing and right. it's cycling. Yeah. And it takes you away from like your everyday. You're yeah. kind of like, yeah. get a little bit of separation yeah. from yourself. Right. Which in turn is med- a form of meditation yeah. and prayer would be a form of meditation. Right. But the moment you mentioned like prayer, they're like, no, that's not it at all. But then those are the other things that are pedal. But they didn't yeah. really say that in the article. Yeah. But that's just for me. Like, I feel like yeah. that's what you're doing. Right. You're outside of yourself for sure. when you're in that zone. I don't disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what did she say? So she quotes the Bible too. So she goes, uh, definition of faith, substance of things hoped for and the evidence of the unseen. So if you haven't seen this higher expression of yourself, da, 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 but you have faith and you believe that it's there, that's the key. Right. Okay. Uh, which is actually a verse from the Bible. That's Hebrews 11. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Or did you have to read the article? No, I had to read the article. I, I was just like, oh, I haven't, I don't I think I read Hebrews. Right, right, right. <laughs> I probably didn't. So um, I'm trying to understand if the article was, the, what was the article's perspective? Was it saying it's a bad thing or was it saying it's a good thing? No, it's a, it, it's I just don't like think, facts. I think, I don't think he was saying it was a bad or a good thing. Yeah. Maybe more of a good thing because it's so showing um, what we need as people it to build a community. So if it's not religion to be in a community, it's something mm. like this. Right. So from They talk about other home. things too though it's, that I didn't mention and yeah. how it it targets this is mostly for the states but like you know white affluent. Yeah, right. affluent. For sure. Um, people. Definitely um I guess okay, so, so it's I think exclusive, not right. like religion isn't exclusive. Yeah. Totally. Religion is definitely all encompassing, right? Like they don't really turn, turn back unless it's like a certain specific type of religion, but yeah. But generally they're not turning their back on people. Right. Generally that. Yeah. I don't disagree with the article. I, I think, yeah. Like after you like told me about all these being a huge advocate (laughs) of fitness classes, I feel like I should provide some of my perspective of it at least sure i don't disagree with it i do see how there are religion and fitness classes like there is like a parallel to it for sure especially after you explain it to me um i think what's very important about this article and just how people interpret it is to not come at it from a negative perspective 
Does that make no, sense? No, I'm not saying it. I know it totally makes sense. I think we're both, you walk out of a class, you feel great. Yeah. It is good for your yeah. own well-being. For sure. It is a positive atmosphere. Yeah. It could be a little pushy for someone for sure. who's an outsider. Yeah. Um, but if you're in it and you're drinking the Kool-Aid, yeah. like it's a good place to feel good. Yeah. To feel better about yourself. Right. To improve your body and yeah. your mindset. Yeah. And also to check out like, we're so bombarded with like technology yeah. and work shit to have that break. I think it's all positive. For sure. It's like a good, I don't know. I, for me, I, I can only do fitness classes. I can't do like, I can't go to a gym and work out. I, I don't get anything out of it and it's not fun for me, but in a fitness class that allows me to tune out and get what I need, yeah. you know, and also get stress relief. And at the end of the day, I've improved the health of my body. I, yeah. I'm your mind better. Yeah. Better state of mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. To say that I'm like drinking Kool-Aid is where I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> I don't know. Are you whipping your towel in the air <laughs> when they're like, whip your towel in there? And you're like, yeah, <laughs> like towel. Sometimes I do. Yeah. But I don't know. I only went to one class with you. Yeah. And then I went to a few ride or like indoor cycling classes before yeah. this became such a fad. Yeah. I think for me, I, I can't help but, but think about this article and just like the, the information I was giving out as it's coming from like a negative perspective. But I think that's because religion oftentimes gets gets tacked to like a negative thing, right? Because exactly. it's like, it's like so preachy and it's, it can be a bit discriminatory at times. But at the same time, yeah, like I agree. Mm-hmm. Fitness classes can be discriminatory too, like in terms of like charging. It's not cheap to go to a fitness class, you no know, way. there's a certain type of like crowd that likes to go to fitness classes right so there is a bit of like exclusivity to it you know so you're right too right something religious prayer yeah Yeah. church people are already like turned off yeah it's such a negative thing like when i was talking about i forgot who i was talking to but meditation and prayer yeah it's like you asked me if i meditate i'm like yeah i pray sometimes yeah it's like the same to me yeah it's the act is the same and the actions of it are the same actions the same i'm getting the benefits of that so to me that is meditation they're like no right that's different yeah it's not different so this is where i'm saying it's not different like you're like oh i do ride i'm like i go to church and you're like oh girl you go to church oh that what you're doing on sundays and you're like you're going to ride on Friday. Yeah. You know what I mean? You go every Friday. It's like the same. It's a habit. Yeah. Yeah. We shouldn't view it as a negative thing. That's what I'm saying. It's like religion, just because you're comparing something to another and saying they're similar, doesn't make it a negative thing. No, it doesn't. It's already your perspective on it. So maybe you already felt like religion such a bad. Yeah. Or you have a negative feeling towards religion. And then when I said that, because you like maybe believe in or enjoy ride so much, like you had connected that already as yeah, being negative totally for sure no i agree with that i definitely agree with that and i think the reason why i i don't want like i try i'm trying to shift my perspective on the whole idea of religion in general and not not viewed as a negative thing but having christian and part of my life being discriminated against yeah because of who i was i think that's what turned religion sour for me does it work the other way around in terms of fitness classes yes because if you can't afford to go to class you can you know part I, of yeah this be part community. of the class so yeah no i think i appreciate that the Atlantic kind of did this article on it because it kind of gives people a new perspective on why they're so into fitness classes. Yeah. Right? Makes sense too. Yeah. This is why we're part of any kind of club too. Totally. You want the sense of community yeah. and connection. I'm in this exclusive class. CrossFit you know, I, I pay club. money for it. Yeah. You know, to each their own, I guess, right? Totally. Yeah. To each their own. We're all entitled to our own opinion. Yeah. I think sometimes people ruin it and they take it too far. Like in terms of people with religion, they like the Westboro Baptist Church. 
has taken oh. religion to an extreme. People who do CrossFit or do SoulCycle and who are super into it, like, the same yeah, can be said about them. It's true. Like, shut the fuck up. We don't care that you do cross CrossFit. Yeah. Right? No, totally. You're totally right about that. Do you have any anything else to add to that article? I guess there's not really much. The article I did have, I guess we could just quickly touch yeah, on it. This doesn't really, one. like, follow up. But yeah. uh, CBC came out with this article about... Um, Everyone knows that Asian glow when you drink alcohol, right, right. Asian flesh, I think they call it. Do you get that? No, I don't. Thank the Lord. I don't either. Thank the Lord. Thank because the Lord. Praise, praise Soul Cycle. Soul Cycle. <laughs> yes. Amen, Soul Cycle. But they're saying um, drinking alcohol, if you do get that, if you have that gene right. that um, causes Asian flesh, yeah. um, could boost your risk of cancer. So it damages the DNA in your stem cells. Yeah. This is a new study. It's a Britain study. Right. Um, and if your flight flesh is red after a sip, even half a bottle of beer, which is so true. I've seen this happen. Like yeah. even a sip of like. Yeah. Some people. Burn off ice. They purple. Yeah. Yeah. So red. Um, many Asians have it. You could be getting way more DNA damage than other people. So they tested mice and then. Asian mice? <laughs> do they get, do Asian mice get flushed too? Shit. I did not know that. Damn. These are them Chinese mice. <laughs> <The> Chinese mice. <laughs> but people who have the gene, yeah. they have um they show four times more DNA damage after a single dose of alcohol. So Asians who like well like okay, when you think about like say like Koreans, for example, where drinking is such a huge part of their culture and they drink a lot, right? Yeah. Is their DNA pretty much fucked then? Do they have the gene though? Because not everyone has the. But say like the ones that do have the gene, then yeah, like in, in terms they're of fact. In, <laughs> so in that sense, they're just saying because the DNA damage can lead to cancer, the findings could help explain why alcohol linked to cancer in humans. Oh, got um, it. So they're saying are on the rise. So another thing that those... can cause cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, add that to the list. Yeah, of they they can because your system, especially with that. There's a reason why your face is flushed. Yeah. Your antibodies are fighting yeah, for sure. the alcohol. Definitely. So now they're having to work harder yeah. to like cleanse your system Definitely. of this. Okay. <laughs> so that's that's the other topic, I cool. think. All right. So my article is revolves around the idea of um, stereotypes in in the film industry and movies and specifically uh more ethnic stereotypes in in movies like as we're all aware asians are oftentimes stereotyped in a very negative ugly way yeah and i don't see that i mean unless you're a woman unless you're and you're like sexy then, then you're, you're but sexy. even then you're oh, still yeah, you're fetishized right, right? Totally, you're right you're right so you're right, only right. promoting like these stereotypes that asians don't want to have right a prime example of that is this movie that just I guess, I think it already came out, but it's called um, Basimati Blues. That's what it's called. So Basimati Blues stars the girl who was in Room. Uh, what's her name? Oh, white girl. White girl. <laughs> a white girl. Yeah, l- let it be known it's a white girl. I don't... Alison Brie. Yes. So it stars her, and the, I'll just read the synopsis to you. It's, a brilliant scientist is plucked out of the company lab and sent to India to, send to, India to sell the genetically modified rice she created. But what she doesn't realize is that it will destroy the very farmers she thinks she's helping. Cole's note version of this movie is white girl goes to India and saves the Indian people. Oh, did okay. she now? And in the meantime, like, so AJ Plus released this article on it saying, like, this movie only enhances stereotypes that people of color have tried so hard to get away from. Yeah. 
Okay, so they listed out four stereotypes that people normally do in in movies. Is one, of course, is poor English. You know yeah. what I mean? So they're Indian, so they don't speak English. Yeah, of right? course not. Uh, second stereotype is making fun of the culture. So, like, in this movie, they have this one scene in the trailer where they're like, oh, this is how we say hi to each other. And they kind of, like, tap each other on the head. Oh, like, gosh. And then, and then, so she goes to, like, this Indian elder, and she slaps him over the head because that's what the Indian people do. You know what I mean? Another thing is, uh, especially with India, I definitely find this, is poverty or some kind of class-level difference, you know? They're always showing Indians as impoverished people yeah but it is a really poor country yeah though. but there's there's other aspects you don't have to focus on the poverty that's, no, that's going true. on You're there right, right? Yeah. you can focus more on the culture just because they're in poverty doesn't mean that's what they're all about no it's right? true yes and then the last but not least is what you mentioned um fetishizing the, the culture and the exoticness of the culture it's so rare it's so sexy it's so it is sexy. It's, it's, so it's, it's spicy. You yeah. Know what I mean? mm-hmm. So the the news of this this trailer definitely got people talking about it. Um, one person tweeted, "We don't need another movie about white saviors. When we did everything <laughs> in our power to get white people out of our country." It's true. So they're that colonized. was his response to the Basmati Blues. Yeah, exactly. Like they were colonized. And it's like they don't need white people. They don't need a movie to show that white people are the saviors of their country. So with all the press that's been going around, the directors made a statement about the film with all the buzz about it being a racist, stereotypical driving movie, saying. This movie is not about an American going abroad to solve India's problems. At its heart, this film is about two people who reach across cultures, fight against corporate greed, and find love. And Did... that's what the director said. But like, wait, is the director is that an American person? Of course, he's a white guy. Of course, and of course, <laughs> of course, right? It's like, what do you? How 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 are you supposed to say that when you're not even Indian? Yeah. So you have no perspective on how offensive this can be. And then after after reading that article, I thought back about other movies that were going on like that. And I even like Chinese people are often portrayed with accents, running Chinese delivery, <laughs> doing Chinese delivery. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. dorky, not sexy, not normal. You know, they're often well. If they're not that, they're like a martial artist. Yeah, they're a martial artist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like we need to really focus on stepping away from stereotypes that only that only give white people further their their vision of what a Chinese person is or what an Indian person is is what they see in films. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we wanted if we want to regress racism, we need to show it in in the formats that the racists are seeing things, you yeah. know what I mean? And this starts I think even at a very young age. Yeah, like exactly. if you think about um say Disney movies. Yes. The bad guy is Jafar. Yeah. And he's got an accent and he's yeah. brown. He's exactly. Dark. Yeah, exactly. I just, I don't think to portray a race or a, 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 a color person means you have to make them different from a white person. You know what I mean? But you're starting this at a young age. It's like brown people, Latinos, these guys are bad. Yeah. So this is their you, stereotype. Yeah, and you kind of started off right there. Da, da, da. Yeah. Um... One movie, like one TV show that I refuse to watch because I feel like it only enhances uh, terrible stereotypes of Chinese people is Fresh Off the Boat. Oh gosh, that show is just getting, it's just getting worse. And like, I, I what really disappoints me is that that show is by Eddie Wong, who's Chinese and he's... It's not by him. Oh, it's not by him. No. So he sold the rights? inspired. They bought the title of his book, yeah. Fresh Off the Boat. Right. And... I think he just, he, I don't even think he sits as an executive producer anymore. See, that, and that's why I'm just like, okay, way to go, Eddie. You know what I mean? You you work so hard. Like, you in your 
in what you say and what you've like shown in the world, you try to get away from these stereotypes and you're trying to put Chinese people like on the map as like, you're trying to change the stereotype of that. But when you sell the rights to your own fucking autobiography and then it gets turned into something like that, like, don't you have anything to say? I think there might've been an article that came out, but you're right. There could have been more of a fight. Yeah. Like this is your story. And like, if you didn't tell me that, I would have known. I would have still thought that Eddie Wong was like, Behind this whole yeah, he TV was show. promoting it or helping it. Um, I wanted to find it. It's like sh- you don't need to use accents to create. And the accents are so bad. I know, and they're so bad. It's like you don't need to do that. Like, get away from these stereotypes and just have normal Asian acting people. Like The Walking Dead. Like that's a good one. You know, Steve Yoon. He was yeah like, normal. He was just an Asian guy, but that's that's the extent of it. The only difference between him and the rest of the cast was his skin color. So the article I just I just googled Eddie Wong fresh off the boat sellout. Yeah. And one of the first articles was like he continues to trash ABC comedy. For sure cuz it's bullshit. Okay, yeah. Uh, so. but yeah, that show is terrible. It's hard to watch. It is. And I think like it's those kind of shows and like Bassmati Blues and this stuff it's like it only enhances and promotes these stereotypes and then it almost like lets people think it's okay. That Have you it, seen Kim's convenience store? I, I feel like it's another one where they talk in accents too, right? That's a CBC one. Yeah, it's a CBC one. I'm I like, haven't seen it. I, I think like these kind of Asian, like colored specific TV shows now are not what they used to be. I ask myself, why can't the media have ethnic people represented in a normal way without accents? Just like you and I. And then I think maybe it's because the mass majority of people out there can't handle that. It doesn't well, make sense to them. Well, that Delta article you said... Where that woman didn't have a Chinese accent. Yeah. She had a Southern accent. Yeah. And they were still like, where are you from, girl? Yeah, they just don't get it. And it baffles yeah. me, you know what I mean? But I think it's because maybe I grew up in a multicultural city that, to me, this is normal. But I guess if you grow up in an all-white, you know, mid- butt-fuck-nowhere area, then yeah. it's completely It's hard to you. understand. So, yeah. When I lived in Dauphin, Manitoba, when I was just starting off, like, yeah. in radio and stuff, yeah. people would ask me, too. Yeah. Like, why didn't I have an accent? Oh, you... You speak perfect English. But you know, like, like... I was born in Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Yeah. That says it all right there. I, I don't think I need to, like, justify why I talk the way I do. Yeah. It's four hours south of here. Yeah. You talk normal, too. Totally. But I think that's the thing, right? It's like, I think the media... It's it's like this uh, vicious circle where the media creates these stereotypes. People believe these stereotypes. And yeah. then when they see people, they expect that stereotype. And then they go back home, they watch the TV, and then it's back yeah, to the same right. thing again. So it rubs me the wrong way to see that how terribly represented people of color are. Yeah, you're right. You know? Like, why do we need to promote these stereotypes in media? That should be the first place where we don't. All right. Um, yeah, that's my topic. I just want to have a little vent about that because I feel like no, it's, a good one. it's long overdue that we have a normal ethnic TV show that has no accents. Do you have any other topics or should we go on to some So I think it's time for some sours and some sweets because babe is hungry. Babe is hungry. (laughs) You want to eat. (laughs) I am really hungry. Sweet. Well, we'll make sure you get fed. Okay. Um, My sour has to do with um, maternity wear and the lack of in the city. So here's the thing. You're pregnant for how long? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you really want to pay a hundred whatever dollars for a pair of maternity pants yeah. that you're only going to wear for that short moment in time? What kind of maternity pants are you looking for, though? Are you looking for jeans? Are you looking I'm for... I'm looking for, like, cool stuff. Like, jeans. Culottes. Like, yeah, I want some culottes if they have yeah. that. Yeah. I want some cool dresses yeah. that 
don't look like maternity wear. Right. Because I remember when my aunt was pregnant, I was probably like 10 years old or something. Her maternity wear was like U-G-L-Y. Like, what the? <laughs> why are you no wearing alibi. that? She had no alibi. <laughs> she was wearing it like no tomorrow. It's ugly. Moo-moos. <laughs> like these crazy overalls. And they had bears on them. Like, Amazing. why is a grown-ass woman Do you, wearing does bears? Does she still have those? No, she does not I was like, girl, you need, to, you need to rate that closet. <laughs> Stat. Just because I want to save a couple dollars, <laughs> I'm going to be wearing this yellow overall. Do it up. Um, first, it's expensive. So For I sure. want just like a nice pair, like the ones I'm wearing today. Yeah. You can't even tell. Are they maternity? They are. Take a look. Oh shit! <laughs> did you? Did you? Did you? Did you at the the the? the no, I bought them. Did you like just dress this. the jeans? No, they came like this. So it's it's cool. I'm cool, yeah. pregnant lady. Have you thought about not wearing jeans? Yeah, I wear dresses. Yeah, because there's more give and like yeah. nylon stuff. It's not like every day I want to wear dresses, especially like our weather is so cold. Yeah. Um, but about, it's expensive. How about like a potato sack? Oh, you know, those are a little bit pricey <laughs> It's a bit too. scratchy, right? Yeah. You got <laughs> to eat the potatoes so first and then you got to... <laughs> Such a process. That's too much starch for me and my baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can't just wear jute all day long. So where have you gone? Is, isn't so, there L maternity or it's something... You have to go like suburbs to go oh, really? to these places. Okay. So downtown, even like North Vancouver, I can't find... A place. Yeah. So it's like West Forest destination maternity, which is so expensive already. Yeah. Um, but I did buy these jeans there. Shout yeah. out. Motherhood maternity? Uh, motherhood maternity. You have to go to like Quitlam or something. There's, there's, there's not one in Metrotown. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Old Navy. They don't even have maternity wear down here. I have, have to go all the way to Surrey. Why don't you order it online? No, because I want to try it on. Like I don't really but trust those afterwards. things. You can bring it back. Can't you return them? Oh, yeah, you could. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to be troubled. I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Um, and then the other thing is there are no consignment stores. There's consignment stores for obviously other things, but there's no consignment for maternity wear. So it's like, oh, maybe this is like something that's missing in the market that I need to actually like look into to yeah. build up or something. Right. But I really can't be bothered to do that right now either. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I guess... I don't know. For, I ha, I can't relate to no, this you in any way. So, but I can see how it would be frustrating to look for something that isn't. I'm just available. tired of like not feeling like myself. For one, of yeah. course, I'm not going to start feeling like myself because <laughs> I'm a balloon. But second, like not being able to still feel like good yeah. in what I'm in. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. So, what's your sour? My sour is in relation to Christmas. Yeah. Um, Gift giving. Ugh, yeah. I'm preach. over it. I'm over it. I, I feel like the, the whole idea of gift giving has been poisoned for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I I just think it's not really about the thought or the, the fact that the act of gifting, it's more what you got me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where is this from? Where is this from? Yeah. Why did you get me this? I don't like this. Yeah. Next time, I'm going to just write a list for you of things to get me. Next time, you, you, <sighs> next time, just tell me what you want and I'll get it for you. It's like, no, how about you just take the gift? Don't. How about you say thank you? How about you say thank you? Because yeah. at the end of the day, like, I'm not buying a gift to give you to expect a gift back in return. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think oftentimes people are like, I just told, like, whatever, my boyfriend, this is what I want for Christmas, so buy it for me. I'm like, and then what did you get him? Well, he just told me what he wanted. I got it for him. I'm like, then why the fuck did you do that? <laughs> then buy your own gift, wrap it up, and open it in front of each other. Like, What's the point of giving me a gift if you're just going to tell each other what to get? No, you're going to spend so the same right. amount of money. Just buy your own fucking gift then. The gift giving is so fucking stupid during Christmas that 2018, I'm not I'm not doing gifts. Yeah. I just, I'm, I, I, I'm going to do what you do. I'm going to fucking make Christmas cards and be like, yeah. this is what you get. And a fucking candy cane. 
Yeah. If you don't like it, shove it up your ass. Like honestly, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> honestly, like this Christmas was great. I really enjoyed yeah. it, but like there was some stuff that came up that I that really ruined gift giving for me, and I just I was like, next year you ain't getting shit. Yeah. So. Well, because that's not what you feel is the reason. No. For Christmas. Yeah. For the holiday season. Yeah, like I just and people are like, oh, you're just taking it too seriously. I'm like, but no. Do you not see how ridiculously stupid it is to give a gift only only to know what you're getting? You know what I mean? No, I totally get you. I don't I don't get it. Yeah. It's just it's become too much. It's too much. It's way too much. I think to all listeners, when you're when you're doing Christmas, really think about why you're getting a gift for somebody. And if you're only getting a gift to get a gift, then maybe reconsider why you're giving somebody a gift. Because the whole idea of it is just stupid if that's the case. It's so right. Like our last episode was the whys. Like, why yeah. are we doing this? Why is this happening? Totally. But I was totally right on it because we we're so conditioned. This is what it's been. Yeah. This is how we've been doing it for X amount of years. Yeah. So now we're just going to keep on doing it. But why are we doing it? Yeah, exactly. And for what? Anyways. Candy that's, cane. That's my... You. Ex- <laughs> You'll get a candy cane, dude. <laughs> I'll give you a cinnamon bun. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll probably buns. still like um, banana splits then. <laughs> yeah. so. I'll wrap it up for you. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, anyways, that's my extremely sour, 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 sour. That is a sour. But then it also just goes to show you Yeah. why. Yeah, we need to question that. All right, what's your sweet girl? Come Dairy on, sweeten me up because I'm sour right now. Dairy Queen! Dairy just Queen. kidding. Well, that's just a side note. Yeah. But yes, Dairy Queen banana splits is where it's at right now. What made you decide to get a banana split? I just felt like it. I think yeah. baby Bonquiqui was like, banana split. What made you want a banana split, though? It just popped in your head, like, oh, I want a banana yeah, split. Yeah, and like, I, did, I haven't had one in a really long time. So Coleman and I, oh, here's a sweet, too. Yeah. You know how you took me to Caveman? Yes. Or Caveman? Yeah. Is it Caveman or Caveman? Caveman, caveman Cafe. Caveman Cafe. Really um, good. That would be my sweet and yeah. my recommendation. Yeah. And then I wanted to go to Cacao. Yeah. Um, to Coleman poo-poo the cacao <laughs> no we we're gonna go but i had eaten so much yeah. that i was like i don't think i could yeah. but i do want something sweet and i couldn't decide so you have banana split instead <laughs> yeah. it was on a drive a home <laughs> <laughs> yeah the food settled by then yeah. and yeah i ate it in the car um but did you like the cacao one yeah i love the cacao one would you rather have cacao or banana split Oh, tough right now. I'd have to see a banana split. <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. For those who don't know, Cacao 70 is like, they have a bunch of dessert places, but this one that we're talking about is an ice cream shop that does dipped cones. But yeah. the chocolate that they use, they're a chocolate. They're, they're based a, out of Montreal. Based out of Montreal, they're a chocolate shop. They have like all these amazing chocolate flavors yeah. like Earl Grey. They have green tea. They have coffee. They have peanut butter, black sesame. Uh, the Nutella I, one you had? Nutella, oh. praline, yeah. Praline, yes. So many good ones. But, so, anyways, yeah. Uh, so I guess that's my sweet and my recommendation. It is literally sweet. <laughs> but up, up, shh. Zing. We're good. That's a good pun. Nailed it. Zinger right there. Right there. Okay. Uh, is that just anything else that's your sweet? Or? No, 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 that was basically, I think, banana split. Cool. Pretty much speaks for itself. <laughs> All right. My sweet is, um, I was here a couple weeks ago, grabbed a shitload of comics to read and oh. I actually read a really good one. Mm. You might find it interesting. It's called Duran Durand, Imelda Marcos and Me. <laughs> so it's an autobiography by Lorena Mappa. Okay, uh, cool. Lorena Mappa was born in the Philippines and moved to North America at the age of 16. Um, so this novel is a memoir of growing up in the Philippines during the 1980s. And it talks about her obsession with music like Depeche Mode, Duran Duran. 
And then also goes on to the era when Imelda Marcos, who I think was, the, I don't know if they call him the president or the prime minister of the Philippines, and just how that whole thing just shaped her her growing up. And also, like, she got to see, like, how her family handled it and how her family was an influential part in getting Imelda Marcos taken down. And the oh, EDSA cool. revolution. So I'm not sure what that stands for, but essentially it's a really good autobiography about her and just her life in the Philippines in the 80s. And it was really cool. She did a really good job on explaining like the Philippine culture and the parallel she has with her Canadian culture and Philippine culture. So it might be there. But I was going to recommend it to you since you're Filipino. Oh, and I like graphic novels. And you know Filipinos only read Filipino things, right? (laughs) It's true. I hate anything white. It's so right. It's pretty much about chicken adobo. (laughs) And pancit. And pancit. Just one chapter about pancit. But no, it was a really really good book. It was touching. And yeah, it's, yeah, learn some new things about the Philippines. It was really great. Okay, I guess that concludes episode 11. Wow. Oh, shout out to all our international listeners. Hong Kong and New York. (laughs) What? what? We know you're listening. We know you're listening. listening. Shout out to y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for commenting New York on our Instagram. Really appreciate that. Hong Kong, come on. You got (laughs) to comment on our post. And our our Vancouver listeners too. There's so many of them. Totally. And also heads up, we're on Stitcher now. So there's no excuse for you to not listen to our podcast. We're on all the platforms. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. Um, That's about it. But (laughs) that covers everything. So don't say you can't find our podcast because it's everywhere. We're on Instagram too. So Yellow Package 604. Instagram, Yellow Package 604. Mm -hmm. Follow us. Okay, that's all. Okay, bye. Bye.